Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Congrats! Your podcast is starting to earn real money, or at least has the promise of doing so. Before you rush to hire a sales or content position, consider picking up a business manager first. Hello and welcome to another Podcast Pontifications with me, Evo Tara. You know this because I have said it many times, but parallel to the 16 years I have been working in podcasting, I've been in business operations, actually a little longer than that. More than 20 years, business operations. And today on the program, I'm going to blend those two worlds together as I talk about the need for your podcast, and honestly, my podcast, to have a business manager. Now, what do I mean by a business manager? Why would you actually want a business manager? There are several successful podcasters, you might be saying right now to yourself, who don't have business managers. Why would I need one? Well... A business manager's job is to keep an eye on the business, while the content creator's job is to keep an eye on the content. They got to work hand in hand with one another. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a moment. But having a business manager allows you to stay focused on the things that got you into podcasting in the first place, making amazing content. Whether you're the person behind the microphone or whether you're the person behind the scenes, a podcast needs lots of people, as you know, and one of the more often neglected positions is one of business manager, someone who is responsible for making sure that the show itself grows and more importantly, monetization happens. How does it get paid for? Really, a business manager's primary goal for a podcast and really any business. But when you bring someone on whose job it is to manage the business, they have a primary goal. Primary goal, first off, when they just get into a company that's never had a business manager before, an organization, an entity that's never had a business manager before, the first thing a business business manager needs to do is understand the profit stream. They need to understand what your income and expenses look like for the podcast. Wherever the money comes from, doesn't really matter, but they need to look at where the money's coming in, how the money's coming in, how much money is coming in, and then where money is flowing out. All the expenses that have to be paid, that need to be paid, that really should be paid to grow, they need to look at that. But it's not just one static picture. The hardest part of this is coming up with projections. Projections for both the income and the expenses every single month so they can start to put together a plan. Look, your business podcast, your podcast business isn't going to grow unless you understand the plan, unless you understand the income, the flow, you got to have a way to get it done. So again, their primary goal is to really understand the stream of profits 
and expenses. Income back and forth, really, that's income expenses equals profits or losses first. Now, after that, once they have a handle on what the profit stream looks like, the next thing that they're going to do is look for opportunities. Now, yes, clearly, that's opportunities to increase the income that is coming in. Now, that could be a lot of ways income might come into a podcast. Maybe you do run advertising on a podcast. Okay. A good business manager will look at ways to increase the income coming in from advertising. Maybe you're doing some licensing deals. I'm not really how that actually works. Maybe you're selling t-shirts. Maybe you go to different conferences and act as an MC. Fine. Your business manager will help, once they understand the profit flow, help find ways to boost that income stream. Sponsorship, who knows? Whatever the incomes are looking at, whatever the income streams are, they will look at them to find ways to increase those. They will also find ways to increase opportunities to make income. So that's a little different than increasing income. Opportunities to increase income might come from the fact that maybe you need more episodes. If you're selling ads, more inventory is available to you. That's helpful. Maybe it's more services that your podcast produces. Maybe you're doing podcasting for other people. Maybe you have a side business that comes out of all the things you've done. How could you increase that if there's a revenue stream attached to it? Look, it's all about what's profitable. The other thing that the business manager will look at with these streams is which one of these areas is most profitable? Where's the right market fit for the new things that we're doing? How, how can all this work? So one, they want to look at the ways to increase income and opportunities for income. But then they also look at ways to increase expenses. Now, wait a minute. You're saying, <laughs> why would you want to increase expenses? Well, it's the old saying, you got to spend money to make money. You might need new equipment like software that makes you much more efficient. You might need to spend money on a marketing campaign to raise the awareness of your show or your services so that you get more businesses, more business flowing in. Maybe your website needs a complete and total overhaul. Who knows? Maybe there's opportunity for you to do some networking events, which means travel, you know, when we can travel once again, to various conferences and getting on stage. That's an increased expense. But that increased expense, because this person's a business manager, is going to track right back to the projections they have for income. And that's harder for creative types to do. Now, yes, as a matter of fact, this is going to increase your overhead, you might be thinking. But I think it's really increasing overhead in a good way. And not just because it makes for a nice division of labor. Look, you're the talent if, in fact, you are the talent. You, you, you have the show. You still own the show. You, we'll talk about ownership in just a second. It's all your vision. You're going to execute against that. But you just get to make the show where you compartmentalize all those businessy pieces and put it on someone else's plate. Now, the real tricky thing about this is figuring out what, how, I guess is a better way to say it, how you should compensate this business manager. I think it works like this. If you're making enough money with your podcast or from your podcast to pay yourself a handsome wage after all expenses have been covered, let's not do any funny accounting processes here. If you're making enough money to pay yourself a very handsome wage, then you probably should just simply hire a business manager. It's a paid position. You give someone a salary, Bring him in as an employee. 
But if you're not there, like a lot of podcasters, most podcasters aren't there, then you might need actually a business partner. Not hiring for the position, but actually bringing on a partner. And that partner is going to own a portion of your podcasting business. That's their compensation, a part ownership. Now, how much ownership do you want to give them? (sighs) That's difficult for me to tell you to do. You're probably thinking, well, I'll give somebody like 10%. Okay, well, let's think about that. Going back to the handsome wage, let's say that you've got $100,000 of leftover money at the end of the year from your podcast. That'd be great. After all expenses have been paid, 10% of a hundred grand is only $10,000. Now I know I just said only $10,000, but for the year, for a business partner, for someone who's going to run the operations of your, of your show while you're making great content, just not enough. 40% is not uncommon. 50% making it a true partnership or 49.51 if you want to maintain control, not uncommon, but If the opportunity is really there to seriously grow your show and boost podcast monetization to make this a true going concern, you know, maybe it's worth it. Maybe it's worth it. Before I go, check out buymeacoffee.com slash evoterra. That'd be very helpful. Shows me your support. And also, have you discovered any new podcasts recently? If so, do me a favor. For the new podcast you've just discovered, would you take a moment and send that podcaster or that podcast company a note letting them know about podcast pontifications? That's the only way the show grows is when podcasters share it with other podcasters. So why not share it with someone brand new? You you want their show, their podcast to be better too, right? Quite helpful. That's it. Enjoy the rest of your day. I shall be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, 
Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.